0: hello i am saf chagrin podcast maven and president of the podfix network and i am here to let a cat out of the bag this november the podfix network will be participating in something i think you will get a kick out of it's called Napodpomo, pomo or national podcast post month every day of the month we will be busy as bees as we bring you the podfix phrase of the day Each member of the Podfix network will introduce you to a simple phrase or idiom by filling in the blanks on its origin, and even teach some old dogs new tricks by helping you use them in your day-to-day lives. Now, in order to really make a mountain out of this molehill, and ensure this isn't just for the birds, the Podfix network will be giving away a prize pack each week for someone who can show they used any of the phrases in their real lives. Text to a loved one. Letter to a co-worker. Zoom call meeting. Even grocery store chit-chat. Just play it by ear and drop it out of the blue then email us at podfixnetwork at gmail.com at the end of the month five winners will be drawn at random to win piece of cake right and that cake even has icing wait that's not right but you know what i mean you will make new friends by introducing them to a new saying and more importantly introducing them to the network the world then will truly be your oyster finally before it slips my mind and to ensure you don't miss the boat i want to put a bug in your ear subscribe to podfix presents today wherever you listen to podcasts so none of the Napod pomo episodes fall on deaf ears that's podfix presents the official podcast of the podfix network artist owned and loved
1: four podcasters board a spaceship borrowed from elon musk they travel through an anomaly and find themselves bouncing from planet to planet, each of which has been inspired by Earth's own pop culture influences. Along with their AI companions, they must find a way home before, well, before nothing really. This is Podcast 42. Starting Transmission. Now.
2: Hey guys, Marta AI here. Wasn't that last episode exciting? I was really excited, but it was kind of scary too. Now that you've listened to the whole Titanic saga, where do you think the best place to get Thai food in Orlando is? I don't know. Every time I think of boats, it makes me hungry for Thai food. But besides that, here is the story so far. Laura blasted off in this space and got lost in an anomaly. Wow, that's a really hard word to say. Anomaly. 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 Stop. Anywho, guys, Chris, JL, and Sabrina went after her, and they finally found her on a planet where she was cruising on the Titanic. Why? I don't know. They escaped that mess, and now we are on the spaceship, and JL is going to knock on Laura's cabin door. I do a good job recapping, don't I, guys? A really good job. Oh, here comes JL now. Shh. the episode's about to start. Hey, Laura! What?
3: It's time to come out of your
2: room! Go away!
3: I can't. It's your turn for the night
2: watch. I can't. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. Okay, well then I just can't. Why? I'm tired. I'm very tired.
3: You have been tired all day.
2: Have you not met me before? Besides, how can you even tell it's been all day? It's always night.
3: Well, yeah, it's space. You know, the final frontier. These
2: are- Don't. I wanna go back on my cruise.
3: Laura, the boat sank to the bottom of the ocean.
2: the second time. So?
3: So, so, everyone is dead. We almost died. You should be happy to be alive.
2: I'm happy to be in bed. That's where I'm happy. If I'm not on a cruise, I'm in a bed.
3: Oh, I don't know what to tell you. Bring your bed to the bridge, then. I'm off the clock. It's your turn. I have my beer with my name on it. Seriously. Beer printed my name on some beer. It's uh, Orange Crush, but my beer's my beer's got my name on it. Look at it. It's got my name on it. Come on out of your room. Come look. Tin Springs. You know you like their beer.
2: No, thank you. Fine. I will. I have a blow-up mattress, so joke's on you.
3: Whatever. Ship as much as I hate it. Play some transition music so we can change the scene easier.
4: Transition music starting now.
2: Okay, well, here I am in the cockpit of the ship all by myself, not liking this at all. I mean, what do I do?
4: Well... You just monitor the ship basically. Make sure nothing weird happens. Can you define weird? Weird. Pronounced weird. Adjective. Suggesting something supernatural. Uncanny. Used in a sentence. The weird crying of a seal.
2: That wasn't what I meant.
4: It's what you asked for.
2: Listen, isn't it your guys' job to watch the ship?
4: It is, but we also have a reboot cycle in the middle of the night and have to shut down a few systems to conserve power so someone mans the cockpit just in case something funky happens during that time okay
2: so why can't i just be here for the reboot cycle and that's it
4: really we only need someone here for plot points so i can't sabrina do it because she gets enough lines as it is do i need to pilot
2: the ship or anything because i get motion sickness if i'm not driving
5: uh no i got it we are uh, plotting a course to try to fly home in the time i've chosen straight as the direction to travel in. It's a good choice. I thought so.
2: So what am I doing again? Nothing. Just kind of uh,
4: monitor and
2: wait. Sounds like something I could do from my bed. What was that?
4: We have incoming communications from an unknown caller. All right, great. Let it go to voicemail.
2: We don't have voicemail. Okay, well, mark it as spam and block
4: the number. That's not how this works. You are going to have to answer it.
2: I'm not answering it. Hello, it is
6: I, the ghost of Vincent Price. Seriously? Seriously. I have come to ask you about your car's extended warranty.
2: Chip, it's spam. Who knew?
6: No, I'm just joking.
2: What do you want, ghost of Vincent Price? When was the last time you made an appearance on this show anyway? I
6: think it was either 2018 or 2019, I don't remember. Ghost time is so
2: long. What do you really want? I was wondering why I haven't made an appearance
6: on the show again. After all, it's all about me. Even dead me. Oh, God. Seriously, I thought I was very popular.
2: I don't think you were even that popular. The episode I was on got over 100,000 downloads, probably not at least 50,000 downloads, more like 10 downloads. I don't think
6: so, more like 11.
2: We are not bargaining the number of downloads, that's not how that works. I think it might. Why are you talking to me about this, anyways? Shouldn't you talk to Chris? He doesn't return my calls, that sounds about right. He's an afternoon farmer. I don't know what that means. Okay, he's all hat and no cattle. He doesn't like hats or cattle. No, no, no. He's a blunderbuss, a cad, a clackbox, a fop, foppish, fopping, fopdoodle. Are those supposed to be old-timey insults?
6: Well, they're now timey for me.
2: I don't know what to tell you. Maybe we will... Come across a planet full of mostly unforgettable dead celebrities, and we can feature you there. What? I'm not dead? You most certainly are. Your character's name is Ghost of Vincent Price. I
6: thought that was just a cute nickname. Am I really dead?
2: Yes, you were a movie star in the 40s and 50s. We are now in the
6: 2020s. That is a big number.
7: No way!
2: Way? So when did I die? I don't know. I think sometime in the early 90s. Hold
6: on. If I died in the 90s, why do I remember going to the release party of Big Papa? Explain that.
2: There isn't a universe anywhere where I could explain Vincent Price attending a release party of Biggie Small's Big Papa. Fair enough. Biggie is dead too, so. No,
6: that is awful. I was just having cucumber sandwiches with him the other day. How did it happen?
2: Uh, He was shot about 20 years ago. Wait.
6: He was shot 20 years ago?
2: 20 years ago? Do you know what this means? No. I had lunch with a ghost. Okay. Well, you're a ghost too, so it seems about right. I gotta go. I need to tell my wife. Okay. Have fun, I guess. Thanks. Well, that seemed pretty pointless. Very. Well, my shift has to be over by now.
4: Bye. Not quite yet, Missy. You can't leave yet. Don't make me use my weapon of choice. I don't
2: know what that means. Great. Try not to answer this time.
5: Uh, hello? Hello? Anyone there? Uh, how do I use this thing?
2: Patrick Warburton? You play one of my favorite characters ever.
5: Oh, really? Which one? No, no, let me guess. Was it uh, Grandpa Shark on the Baby Shark Show? That's some of my best work. No. Okay, let me see. Was it when I was on Seinfeld as the uh, sob salesman? I had to do a lot of method acting on that one.
2: Usually an RP night.
5: I hung out on a sob sales floor for six months.
2: I didn't watch Seinfeld. Really? Really.
5: Really. Well, that's really weird.
2: I'm not into much TV, and I hate sci-fi.
5: Sci-fi is not sci-fi. Wait a minute. You're on a sci-fi show yourself.
2: And I hate it.
5: How about any of my Cartoon Network adult swim
2: shows? Ooh, Were you on Aqua Teen Hunger Force? No. Then I'm not sure what you're talking about. Of course you don't. I don't like the tone of your voice.
5: Uh, this is my signature tone, young lady. Gotcha. Well, it my shows, The Tick, Rules of Engagement. Or maybe it was my appearance isn't incompossible. Men in Black 2, or Space Chimps.
2: Impressive, but no.
5: Thank you. I guess the obvious choice would be Kronk from Emperor's New Groove, or perhaps Kronk from Kronk's New Groove.
2: Those are my second and third favorites. All right, get up. Which is your favorite? Uh, the Q instructor at Epcot Sorin. Really? That's some of my best work. Sounds like you say that about all your work.
5: I was being facetious. I have a huge body of work, and you have boiled it down to the most underrated Disney movie ever made, and the most overrated Disney attraction
2: ever made. I love Soren.
5: It's a picnic bench they hoist in the air and show you leftover cutting room floor images from uh, National Geographic films.
2: I don't agree with that. Why did you call anyway?
5: I was trying to order pizza. I thought this was Lorenzo and Sons Pizza in Philly.
2: Nope. This is a SpaceX ship stuck in an anomaly in an alternate universe.
5: Ah, oh, uh, do you have the number for Lorenzo and Sons? No. Do you have the capability for making and delivering me a pizza? Yes.
2: No. All right.
5: Is Elon Musk there, then?
2: I don't know who that is. You're on SpaceX and Tesla. Oh, yeah. I do know who that is.
5: He also wants to build an underground tunnel in Fort Lauderdale and fill it with robot cars.
2: That doesn't sound like a good idea.
5: It's called the uh, Las Olas
2: Loop. I don't like that name at all. I like it. It means the Olas. Sabrina, good. I'm glad you're here. It's your turn to take over Night Duty. Hey, Sabrina. How you doing?
4: Hey, really good, Patrick. How are you?
2: i was right It's right. You guys know each other?
4: Oh, yeah. Patrick calls every night. Isn't that right, Patrick?
2: Well, I don't
5: mean to.
4: Right. Looking for that pizza place's number? Uh, yeah. It's... 215
5: 800 1942 Hey, thanks, Sabrina. What would I do without you?
4: Well, you wouldn't be eating pizza.
5: <laughs> Water burnt out.
2: Well, that was rude.
5: Uh, I would say so, but you ain't wrong about the regular size. It really would. And right there on South Street, it do the fresh juice to you go by the grill if I remember right.
2: Great. Anyway, Sabrina, about the night shift.
4: <laughs> anyway. knew. I can't right now. I'm on a mission. What sort of a mission? Uh, this is my first day as an online dating ghostwriter, and I can't mess it up. Uh, it's my side hustle. Well, it sounds like something you could do right here on the bridge. Mm, I can't. My other side hustle is gross stunt tester. Do I want to know? Of course you do! It's where I test gross food out before they go on TV shows like Survivor or Fear Factor. I have to do that in the kitchen. Ship, is this stuff ready for me to taste?
6: It's all set to go. I've got donkey fluids, hundred-year-old eggnog, and horse rectum all ready to go.
4: If you want, I can watch the bridge and you can report on those foods. No, no, no,
2: no. And those are not foods.
4: They are to someone. Talk to you later.
2: I'm sure it's busy here at night. Not normally. That figures. Hello? You sound familiar.
4: I should. It is I, the Mandarin! Oh no. Oh yes. Are you afraid of the power and evil and genius that am I? Are you afraid, little girl?
2: No, I'm not afraid of that. I'm afraid you're going to do that bit about the tiny orange thing.
4: Tiny orange? Tiny orange?
2: Oh god, I shouldn't have said anything
4: orange. Like a little bitty one.
2: No. Forget I said anything.
4: Like pop them in your mouth and be done with it. No. I'm much bigger than an orange.
2: And not even the color orange. I know. I am way too tired for this.
4: I get that. But you brought it up.
2: Are we seriously recycling old bits?
4: New audience, dearie. It's new to them. Well,
2: it wasn't funny the first time. Why do I have so many lines in this episode?
4: It wasn't funny the first time. No. (laughs) Me getting upset about being called a tiny orange? Not funny! Would it be funnier if I was complaining about being called a language that nearly has 1.31 billion speakers? Would that be funnier? No. Correct! The fact that I, a grown man and a pomelo from a small citrus tree are easily confused as the basis of safe, effective, non-canceling comedy. Never mind that it tastes wonderful, eaten plain, or thrown into salads.
2: Okay, we get the point. Just say tiny orange three more times so we can end this.
4: Young lady, first you insult me by calling me a tiny orange. One. One. And then you next want to limit how many times I can say tiny orange. Two. I will not be treated like Beetlejuice. Juice, close enough. Bye. Ha! Wrong button. The Mandarin wins again.
2: That was the right button that time. Catch me outside. How about that?
4: Wrong button. And you're in space. So I'm thinking outside is a very bad idea.
2: Ship in the call, please. Thank you. Uh, you welcome. I'm back! Rule of three. Damn it. Bye! I don't understand what just happened. Those were old characters from past shows. Uh,
5: I' don't think you're too hot about it.
2: Who now?
7: Ho, ho, ho!
2: Santa Claus, isn't it too early? You normally don't appear until our December episode.
7: Well, since all the department stores put up their Christmas decorations now, I guess it's a free-for-all. Every year it gets earlier and earlier. Pretty soon the season will start after Arbor Day.
2: True, although ironic, since one holiday is about planting trees and the other involves cutting down trees.
7: Never mind that. Listen, I'm going to need your help again.
2: Of course, Santa, anything.
7: That's exactly what I wanted to hear. I'm going to need you guys to fly to Planet Ninny Muggins.
2: I love that movie. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Right. Elf. I know. I love the movie Elf.
7: Yes, yes, yes. I know you can quote the whole movie, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about now.
2: I just like smiling. Smiling's my favorite.
7: I get it. You can quote the movie.
2: I can also quote Rat Race.
7: Rat Race? Did anyone see that one? Santa! For goodness sakes, any movie that ends with Smash Mouth is not a good movie. Santa! Listen to me. Something is wrong on the planet Ninny Muggins, and I need you to fix it.
2: We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup.
7: That's actually not true. Do you know how many fat, diabetic elves I would have to deal with if that were true? Do you know how high my health care premiums would be? Now concentrate and listen to me.
2: The elves have care And dental. Impressive. So, Santa, what is going on with Planet Muggins?
7: I don't know exactly. All I know is, it needs fixing.
2: I don't understand.
7: That's all I got so far. Basically, the script isn't written yet.
2: Gotcha. That's lame.
7: I'm just here to tease and foreshadow. Maybe it might have something to do with dinosaurs or a crossover with the movie Aliens.
2: Okay, weird. I don't think either of those ideas are very good.
7: Neither do I. But expectations are high.
2: Exactly.
7: Okay, well Mrs. Claus needs servicing. Santa! For her car, you dirty birdie. But seriously, you don't think we get it on every once in a while? We are two grown married adults after all.
2: Who are what? A thousand years old?
7: Point. But what do you think those sugar plums are for? I don't know. It's like Christmas Viagra.
2: Oh God, that would make the sugar plum fairy...
7: Never mind that. Just get the Planet Ninny Muggins, pronto. Santa out.
2: Okay, sure thing, Santa. Bye.
4: I believe Santa is already gone.
2: Yeah, I got that. So I guess we need to set a course for Planet Ninny Muggins. Oh, uh, yeah. What? Why?
5: You're dreaming.
2: What?
3: Hey, Laura.
2: <gasps> what?
3: It's time to come out of your room!
2: Go away!
3: I can't! It's your turn for the Night Watch! I can't! I don't know what that is! Yes, you do! Hold on! Don't take too long! I have beer with my name on it! Seriously, Brooder printed my name on some beer? It's uh, Orange Crush from Hidden Springs uh, Brewing!
2: Okay! Chris! Chris! Wake up! What?! It's not my
6: turn for Night Watch! It would be if you loved me. I love you, and I would love for you to experience Nightwatch.
2: Chris, listen, I had a terrible dream.
6: Okay, what happened?
2: I dreamt I was the center of this whole episode.
6: Okay, so? I
2: had so many lines.
6: Uh Uh-huh, well, now it's over.
2: It's not quite over. I don't want to do the night shift.
6: We all have to take turns.
2: Fine, but there's another thing. What? What? We need to go to Planet Ninimuggins.
6: Why? That is going to delay us getting home.
2: We don't even know how to get home, do we?
6: Well, we are going straight. Okay. It's a start. It's a bad start. So, when you get to the bridge, just tell the ship to fly to Planet Ninimuggins, and we will deal with it then. What is the problem anyway? I don't know.
2: You haven't written it yet.
6: Why me?
2: Because words, Chris. No one likes putting the words down. I don't either. But you know letters and stuff. Everyone on the ship knows letters. And I
4: know numbers.
2: Sabrina! Sabrina, when did you get in here and why? I thought you were trying gross food and stuff.
6: Sabrina, are you side hustling again? Yes. And what do we talk about side hustling?
4: (sighs) We said all the side hustle jobs don't make sense because we are in space.
6: And?
4: And they don't add to the story in any way. They just confuse the listener. And? And if I do make money, I have to give you 10% since you are my manager, Chris!
6: Not that part.
4: And you are my conservator. Chris, no! Okay,
6: that's enough, that's enough. Now, get out of my bedroom.
4: Okay. Free Sabrina!
6: Okay.
2: Chris, that is horrible.
6: She suggested it all of it. Listen, it keeps her busy. But you told her not to do it. Which makes her want to do it all the more. Listen, it's it's complicated. Right now, you need to go do your night shift.
2: I don't wanna. In my dream, I had to talk to the ghosts of Vincent Price, the Mandarin, and Patrick Warburton. I'm not doing it. I'm scared.
6: Fine. I'll just do it.
2: That's what I thought. Wake me up when you get the Planet Ninny Muggins. And One, can you two- yeah, I mean, my
6: sleep now. Three, four, the most realistic script ever. He <laughs> <We> actually did <laughs> it. I- Speaking of realistic says, scripts, let's, re- 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 let's open up Jail's beer cooler. I, I didn't realize we were uh, says, drinking scripts. <laughs>
4: I mean, we've drank worse. Dre
1: L.A. Cola never went away, never got away. Dre L.A. Cola never went away, J-L-A-Cola, never went away. Dre L.A. Cola boom.
6: All right, you've got your spine. What is this again?
3: It's my orange crush.
4: Tiny orange.
3: From the Mandarin, (laughs) who was a nice (laughs) guest star, so he wanted us to have this. You're welcome. Even the can says,
6: with love, the Mandarin.
4: It's made in China.
6: From Hidden Springs Brewing. (laughs) Mandarin, why don't you go first? It's a three.
4: It's maybe...
6: <laughs> I don't like it.
3: It's a one. No, I don't like it. It's a six. Sabrina ratings. It's
4: great. It's one. It's not orange tasting. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's a three. It's a three. <laughs> I could drink three. <laughs> I could probably drink four if it was colder. <laughs>
5: Uh, it was
3: my fault. Somebody said they were making chili, and obviously Bruder didn't come through. <laughs> <laughs> Bruder
6: started the chili way too late. Yeah, he did. Um, Albert go is going to
4: beat ass. What's <laughs> going to happen? <laughs>
6: we are drinking a little warm, but the British drink it warm every day, right? That's right. That's why the Mandarin said it to us. <laughs> um, I yeah, like Mandarin. it. It's a tiny orange. It's really good. I'm not getting uh, um, a lot of orange taste or honey. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty smooth and there's no aftertaste, which is always a win for me. So I'm going to give it a five. Laura?
2: Well, I agree. I don't get much flavor
6: at all from this beer.
2: And that, you know, like Chris said, there's no aftertaste. So I could probably sit here and drink it if you kept handing me cans. Um, but I'm going to rate it a four. Because while I could drink it, there isn't really a lot of flavor to it and that's kind of disappointing.
6: You could drink it on your night watch. With no, jobs, there's no. way
2: too many freaking phone calls.
6: <laughs> beer master?
3: Uh, it's a wheat beer, and with it being a wheat beer, I thought we would get more of the orange and honey. I got slight notes of the honey, not really any orange. It's smooth. It's not bad. It's a very solid beer. Um, again... If it was a little cooler, it probably be better. But, you know, it was one of those things that didn't get time to recool itself. But
2: If you put it in your mouth and switch it around, you get more flavor.
3: That's what I tell her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Jeez. laughs> But overall, it tastes good. There's a nice, clean finish, which I also tell her. And I'm going to rate it a four.
6: We've had something by these guys before because this label looks familiar. We've had a few by them. We've okay. had
3: Bear Lasers. We did uh, the peanut butter and jelly sour from them. I like them. They're very consistent. that no, We did the um, Serenity Now was my favorite from them. The okay. cherry, chocolate covered cherry sour. That it, one was amazing.
6: Because they have a theme to their labels. All their labels
3: are like this. Crazy stuff and...
6: It looks like doodles on a label. Yeah. Prison tattoos. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, stay fresh, cheese bags.
1: Bye. Catch you on the flippity flap. Gong. Podcast 42 is Christopher DeVos who plays himself, Bruder AI, and the ghost of Vincent Price. J.L. Trose plays himself, Stallone AI, and Patrick ward Bearton, Laura DeVos plays herself and Martin AI, and Sabrina Pierre who plays herself, Wakan AI, and The Mandarin. Along with special guests, Chris from who plays Santa Claus. You can find Chris on the podcast. I like to like things. Podcast 42 is recorded at the P42 Studios in Orlando, Florida. Logo designed by Cute Panda. Find Cute Panda on Facebook for commissions. Theme music by Cramo. Find more music by Cramo on Cremo.net. Do you love
6: plants? don't be silly. Of course you do. You might just not know it yet. I'm Vikram Baliga, the host, of the Plantropology podcast, the show where we dive into the lives and careers of some really cool plant people. Join me each episode as I chat with students, scientists, and professionals in the natural sciences and figure out what keeps them coming back for more. We'll explore their work, the ways they got into their fields, why they love plants and nature so much, and why you should love those things too. Planthropology is laid back and conversational and will keep you laughing and engaged, whether you're a scientist or not. Follow along for this adventure into the sciences and keep being really cool playing people.
7: You've been listening to a podcast of the PodFix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at Podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at PodFix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at PodFix Network on Facebook and make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.